podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. another buzz podcast this week we're going to be talking about possibly one of the best action films we've seen in a long long time uh john wick three uh parabellum is how you say it i think i do i did wonder why they gave this a a, a title but we'll talk to our guests about that um nina obviously had to be on a keanu reeves film nina how you doing? This is history, man. This is the first time we're covering a Keanu Reeves um, film. I am so fucking excited on what a fucking film, that's all I'll say. And we also have, returning to Buzz, Iqbal. How you doing, Iqbal? I'm all right, mate. Thank you for having me on. No, Once no again. problem, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. We've got... We've ask got, him oh, we've if got... he's a fan. Come on, you got to ask. So are you a fan of uh, Keanu Reeves? I am. I'm a fan of the majority of his films, yeah. Good. So that's not all of them. Yeah, there are there are a few shitty ones, but it's okay. Everybody has a shitty film, not just yeah. It's come back. It's come back, and um, since his Matrix films, it's come back, hasn't he? He was in he was in the wilderness for a while, but he's okay now. He's doing good. (laughs) He is going to kaboom at the end of this month. He's back in Toy Story (laughs) as well. That's when you know someone's back when you get a role in a fucking one of those. That's a biggie. That's a fucking biggie. That's a biggie. So people people love Toy Story. So if you get into that, you know you're doing well. Big payoff as well for life, really, with those type of films. They they're never going to go out of date. But well, I don't think this one will uh, go out of date. I think this is um, this has been. Quite a special, a special start for a, a, a John Wick. Sorry, not a John Wick, a Keanu Reeves film. I think it's done so far. 120 million. That's globally. That's not bad. 171 is what John Wick 2 did. So in two weeks, I think that's that two and a half weeks. It's nearly, it's going to catch it pretty damn soon. No, and, it's just uh, over a week, guys. Oh, sorry. Week and a half, is it? A week and a half. Yeah. Not a two weeks and a half. It's a week and a half. It's going to, it's going to catch it pretty quick. I think Aladdin will probably take number one this weekend, but as you know, it's a fucking, it's, it's, John Wick has sandwiched itself in between like massive, massive movies and it still took the number one spot when it first came out last weekend. So that's, that's pretty big deal. And like then you, you told me this. It was, um, it was a massive opening. It's his best ever opening since Matrix. No, second best, second best. Yes, since Matrix. Yeah. And I think it was the third one, wasn't it? The third Matrix went nuts. That took the most money, I think, didn't it? Because obviously the lead up, the first ones go slow, and then you build and you build, and the third one just went boom. I haven't. I thought it was the first Matrix that was talking a shit ton of money. No, no, I think the third one is the one that because did it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's what happens with with the the trilogies like that. Well, as you can see with John Wick, mm. <laughs> it builds. Yeah, you see. I suppose the first and the second. Yeah, yeah. I, I get you. It's it's awesome. Um, I'm I'm glad it's taken money. Um, you know, like the first Matrix, which I thought was probably 
the best Matrix was exactly 20 years ago and to see him get that success and this film oh my god you know you spoke about it being sandwiched in between like blockbuster films it's also worth noting as well it probably was a fraction of a budget as well less CGI and you know less just less money invested in it and obviously Liongate, Liongate is a far more modest and humble sort of um uh, production studio as opposed to you know the likes of Disney and what Marvel produced so you know what Hat tilt. Yeah, definitely. In, in fact, it was Reloaded that got the um, got the the highest opening. So that's the second one, right? I think. Yes, mm. it's the second one. Yes, yeah, so Reloaded is yes, the one. Yes, Reloaded that, second one. Yeah, yeah. So that one had the biggest because obviously Matrix was so big that the second one got the hype. So yeah, yeah so that was the that was his highest opening. So uh, Iqbal, what did you have uh, initial thoughts on when you when you came out of this? We'll go through obviously uh-huh. everything, but. Once yeah, you finished watching thought, this, what did you think? I thought it was excellent. I thought it was really good. I think there's much more action from the beginning in mm. this one. Um, but even still, I thought it let the director let the film breathe a little bit as well in the middle. So, I mean, that's, that's all good. But I just thought there was variety with this film, whereas with the other films that he's done, it's just mainly guns and stuff. Yes. With this, it was just, it was just more variety. It was knives. There were, go- there were books, books mm. involved, you know, um, just, I just thought, I just thought it was great all round. And, um, you can tell that they, um, they got quite a global cast, which meant that different martial arts were incorporated in this film. So, but then what they actually did, and I was speaking to someone on um, Twitter about this, and they actually opened up the, the John Wick universe. It kind of got more of a backstory. He got, mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. to learn a little bit, bit more about him. I think that's why as well it's more interesting because you're getting to learn new things. And with it being such a closed book, not the films, but the character being such a closed book in the first two-ish and little bits opening up here and there. I think now that they've done that, that's actually great for it because they can go into so many different directions if they wanted to, which is why there's going to be a fourth, I suppose. What did you guys think of that? Um, um, Iqbal, you first. What do you think about opening up more thought, about his past and links? I mean, uh, yeah, I thought it was great because, I mean, we we didn't really know much about the character other than he lost his dog and he's gone a bit crazy and he's an assassin. So I think giving him an actual name, a birth name as well, which he, which is what we learned in this film, and saw his family and his background, I thought that just gave him a little... It made him look more like a human being. You know, kind of like made us think a bit more about um, about his character. So I liked it. No, I liked it a lot. What about you, Nin? I love his name, Joe Donnie. Yeah, it's, Donnie's a good name. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I agree with it, but it was nice to... And it's mad because you watch the two films and you, th- and you actually think you do know him in a sense that, you know, he loved his wife, he got out for his wife, he wanted the, the honest life, and obviously she passes away, and then he goes absolutely nuts, like Iqbal said, over this dog. And then you watch the third one, and you realise John Wick is not even his real name, he's called Jadani, and you're like, what? You know, like, yeah. I wonder what we're going to find out in the fourth one. Why, is, why does Winston call him Jonathan? Jonathan, it's a very English thing. If his name is Jadani, and John may be short for Jadani, I don't know if it is or not. You know, it's not Jonathan. Yeah, Jordani. That's that's how it's spelt. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. which is which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, it has, uh, it actually has uh, 
uh, a Latin meaning to it. Oh no, no, that's that's the actual name of the film. I thought that was uh, that was his mm. name. Yeah. So the actual name of the film is is prepare for war. Is yeah. what that means. So that's very. It was a fucking war. It was a non-stop war. But yeah, I, I was trying to search the name of Jordani and what that meant, but um, I can't. He's meant to be from Belarus, isn't he? Because I, was, I think Angelica Houston is the only one that truly knows his um his true true um heritage. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. But yeah, I can't really find out what it stands for. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, so. Like we said, massive opening, uh, and also not only that, really, really good ratings everywhere for this one. It's got an 8.1 on, um, IMDb. That's, that's pretty damn good. You know, that's very rare for a film to go that high. Um, mm. Rotten Tomatoes 89%. Again, really good. Uh, Metacritic 73%, but Metacritic for some reason, it's just the critics in it. They're always, yeah, they're always going to do, that we should watch. They, I don't know why they always want a film to be an art film. I think rather yeah. than appreciate it for the enjoyment of it. I actually is... found this art in in a weird way. Yeah, but you would because it's got Keanu in it. That's art no, for you. No, <laughs> you know, if you it was it was artistic in an action sense. I suppose it's. Just... I agree. Yeah, I agree so with that. It it really was. If you look over the scenes again. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've seen it twice. Just okay. to confirm. Yeah, but just to rewatch them scenes again, mm. some of them angles, some of them shots, they're mm. actually very artistic. Yeah. And some that, of them deaths were like really artistic. Ballets of blood. Yeah. Is what they are, I think. It is, uh, it is, you know, neatly choreographed violence, as, uh, Chavi Pandey has said on Book My Show. It is pretty much, that's, I think, I think that, that, that is a, a really good way of putting it, isn't it? <laughs> ne- neatly choreographed yeah. violence. I think, and we can start, we can go into, you know what? Let's, let's go and talk about some of the characters first and come back to the, uh, the action in, in, in the middle of the, um, in the middle of the pod. So let's talk about some of the characters. Um, Halle Berry as well, firstly, because I loved this character. I thought she was amazing. So Nin, you can kick us off on her. Oh, she was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I love the fact that, again, she had a backstory. Yeah, Mm. Sophia, she had another backstory as well. And obviously he had a, he had a marker on her, which meant that she, she owed him a favor because obviously he got her daughter out. Um, she was badass. Um, she's, um, uh, you know, like her, her scene, first of all, it wasn't even her fight scene. It was how she was. She was like this badass, like the fact that she didn't want to help him, but she had to help him. And, you know, the fact that he was excommunicado as well. So she was risking everything. And then her dogs, I'm sorry, her dogs. If if there is an Oscar for best supporting cast, give it to her dogs. Oh, my God, that fight scene, her dogs were absolutely incredible. And, you know, that exchange that she had with the the guy who's Bronin, um, in Jerome, yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah, in in Game of Thrones, and just that whole scene. I mean, she wasn't in it for long, but let me tell you something: for the fifteen minutes that maybe we possibly saw of her, she was flawless in every sense. She stole, she stole the the scenes, every scene that she, the action scenes that she was in, she stole them. I think the I dog thought, stole them. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I thought, but she was. She's not got any history of of this. She had to train really, but really you, but hard. But you know what I find so alarming this. about this? She obviously you sent me a video, and I've seen that video before as well. She goes, "I trained like the hardest for this role," mm. and I was like, 
oh my god i am not surprised but then i'm like thinking and i'm sat there and and i'm like you've done other action films you've done catwoman you've done you know but the fact is the fact that they have to train like absolute lunatics for this just tells you everything she did nothing in catwoman and i'm not seeing catwoman because people put me off it but i thought well if you're catwoman i'm sure you have to partake in some kind of fighting right iqbal she'd have to do some kind of training for it not not this yeah but it wasn't a good film I've not seen it, so you guys will have to. Did she have any fight scenes? She did, and but it it's, not hand, it's not hand to hand like this. It's not. It's not martial arts. It's not knives. It's none of this combat. It's none of none of that. She and didn't use knives. She used guns. This is a yeah, gun guns. scene. Yeah, yeah, hers is all guns. Sorry, hers is. She loves guns, doesn't she? Yeah. She, loves what guns. she did. There were a lot of jujitsu moves in there that she mm. did. Yeah, exactly. You have to train oh. for that. You yeah, can't get was, away with. She like a maniac. I told you she was flawless. I love yeah. her. Even her dialogue. There wasn't much dialogue, but what she said was fucking she she bought it over yeah she was and her, her dogs were phenomenal by the way I can th- we just say? i think sometimes you watch a film and you think nah that she's that's not a person it's just not a credible she badass she was she was a credible badass when she when they brought her in and he came to her for help and it just felt like it, jadani in this film just kept was on his knees of everybody pretty much help me Help me, everyone, because <laughs> I'm excommunicado. I need your help. It was true. He was in sh- in the shit. He had to go around begging people for help. He had to beg his the first one. Uh, what was her name? Um, oh God, Pretty... the director Angelica Houston. Yeah, 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 Angelica Houston. He had to beg her. She just about let him go. Obviously, cost her heavily. She was very good as well, by the way. Yes, uh, you was. know, I I feel like you know the casting has really improved. In the first one, it had of course um Alfie Allen, of course you know um Theon Greyjoy, mm. and it had William Dafoe. In the second one, it had the rapper um Kenan. I can't pronounce his name. It had him, and of course it had um Lawrence Fishburne, and of course the the female um badass. I forget her name. Is it Ruby Rose? Who's now going to be Batgirl, and this time round they've just upped it even more with the casting. Mm. Yeah, she was really good, and then he went to her, and it was it just yeah, like I said. Uh, what did what, what did what did you think of Sophia, um, Iqbal? Excellent, no, really good, flawless. I think she was in it for about twenty minutes. Yeah, that's it. And in the twenty minutes, they had one scene together, where in which the you know the dialogue was great. And then they had that fight scene and then that one in the desert. So really, we only saw her in three scenes. And yeah, it's just great. I thought um, they used her very, very well. Every fight scene in this film was lengthy as well. It wasn't like bang, bang, done. They just continued and you just like, okay, when's the break coming? There wasn't. It would just keep going and going and going. And I just thought that was that was just crazy. It just, oh my God. I mean, I don't know about... Uh, martial arts superstars, but apparently there were some in this movie. Oh, yes. Go on, then. Well, Matt Dacascus was in it mm-hmm. from about, I think it was about 45 minutes onwards. I mean, he, I mean, I don't know if you've not, if you know about him, he's in Only the Strong. He's in quite a few films, like back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to actually recognize him because he shaved his head in this. And he plays the character Zero, right? Yeah, I think he's the one in that. Yeah, the, the main bad one. The main, well, he's not even bad. That's the annoying thing. No, but he's obviously such an. I think everyone respects John Wick, don't they? Even <laughs> all of his. Um, that was so funny when he sat next to him in the Continental. Yeah, right uh, next to him, no personal space. Right next to him. Yeah, but I mean that was great. I mean, for the first time in a long time, people have been laughing in this film as well at some of the scenes, and that was definitely one of them. Where it was just 
coming out and saying, oh, you know, I'm a massive fan of yours, etc. We're masters of death or whatever he said. But no, no, he, I thought he was great. Another person we didn't see enough of uh, was Yayan Ruihan, who was, his, I think he's Indonesian, and he was in the red. He played the bad guy in the red, and I just remember that I compare every fight scene with that end fight scene in red. That is by far the best fight scene I've ever seen, and that probably lasts about 10 minutes. Yeah. And um, I just remember being in a cinema that day and everybody applauding after it. And obviously I've never, nothing has ever compared to that scene for me, but we just didn't see enough of him. He was the two, he was the one of the two men that were fighting him just before he fought the Grandmaster, which was um, Matt Dacascus. Mm. So I've seen the raid, but you know, like that iconic fight scene from the raid. Um, if anyone that hasn't seen it, it's basically two against one, one bad guy, two well, two good guys supposedly. And did you feel like they kind of took a little bit of inspiration from that when John Wick fought him because it was it was them two versus John Wick? I think they took the whole the raid as an inspiration altogether Mm -hmm. because if you if you remember the raid. The it's like Fortnite. Fortnite basically yeah. ripped off the raid, basically, people. So, you know, yeah. the game Fortnite did. So basically, in in the raid, the protagonist is having to travel up the floors to fight yes. the Grand Master. Mm-hmm. And the same happens in John Wick in the last three, in the last three uh, fight scenes. He's traveling up them, that glass ladder, that glass floors, and you can actually see he's trying to get up to Matt Dacascus zero. Um, and he does fight the two men, and it's funny because they must have taken some sort of inspiration from the raid. But they tried making it funny as well, though, right? Like, he's slowing down, but yeah, but it's John Wick, and, you know, uh, he has retired for five years, and then they're trying to get him up and stuff. Like, they tried adding humour to it, because that scene was quite funny. Mm. Yeah, it was funny. As for the raid, was like, fuck, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I... I think that was great. Um, John Wick, I think for the first time in the in since I've seen him, he's been very vulnerable, and he could have died a number of times, but yeah. they just let him off the hook. And uh, I think I think that added to it really. I think they're going to be back in the fourth one. Them two to be they so have to be, and I'm so happy they didn't kill him off because he's one of the best martial art actors at this time. And, you know, it's sad because we don't see enough of him because of, I don't know if he's, he's, he's Asian and he doesn't have the language, etc. But we need to see more of that guy because he's fantastic. He's in the Raid 1 and the Raid 2, mm. by the way. So if, if you haven't seen them, go and watch them. It's because he pays him respect, in it, in the film? When they, when they said, oh, yeah. we, you know, we don't want you on your back, get up to fight. And then they're like, oh, it's going to fight you and they kept bowing and, down to Yeah, him. and then yeah. so basically when he breaks through the glass and they're on the floor... He just says, be seeing you. So it tells me. He's gonna, <laughs> he, he, he goes, right. I, I, as soon as he said that, I said, right, if there's a fourth, they're back. I knew it straight away. I was like, they'll be on his side this time because there's so much respect there mutually. I'll be on his side. Hmm? I, I would want them on my side. Yeah, yeah, they'll be on I his really side. Would. They'll be on his side this time to go against everybody else. So I, I, he's going to need them. He's going to need them. So I think this will be, that could be a very fun action scene if they're all together going mental that could be a lot of fun one thing i thought though in this was that it it has become it is dystopian obviously we know that it has become a comic book type 
thing, really. I mean, the guy went through so many glass windows in this. How he's still alive? How he got he got punched in the face about seventy, mm-hmm. eighty times. You know, John Wick. That is, you know, no one survives. No one survives that. So. Um, it has, we have to say, you know, when people, if someone says there is, oh, it's unbelievable, but we're, we're, we're living in a different world. So watch this film as if you're watching Marvel movies, basically. It's, it's not, it's not real. You know, it's, they're not going to try but and make film, it real. The thing is, you know. the film tells you it isn't real because they have their own rules. They have yeah. their own currency. They have their own hotels. I love where the coins. Assassins I love all the yeah. coins, man. Can I be honest with you? I wonder how much training they had to slide those coins across. I'm going to start doing that in shops. There's my 50p. <laughs> you just get a big... Remember the big... What were the, what were the big five-pound coins? Remember the silver ones? Are they still about? The five... There's oh, a five-pound coin. I'm sure there was... How how many years ago are you speaking? But all I'm saying is I'm gonna like bronze up a coin and I'm gonna start sliding it across tables. Yeah, there was a there was a five pound five pound coin. I'm sure. I'm sure you're right. There might have been. Yeah, I can think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a commemorative de- denomination of the pound sterling. Yes, there was. <laughs> I thought I wasn't going mad. It was big, man. <laughs> it was really big. <laughs> Nineteen ninety. Yeah, we're going back when you were five, then. So yeah. No, no mm. problem. <laughs> you won't remember it. Oh, what? No. But, um, okay. Other characters that they, that were already in the universe, but they kind of expanded on. I thought, um, the main one being Lance Reddick's character. I, I, I loved what they did with him in this one. Uh, Sharon or however you want to say it. Mm. I, I honestly, when he gets the gun, when he goes back to get all the guns, it's just the artillery inside that hotel is just brilliant. Oh, wow. He's just so calm, though, isn't I know, it? he just has no it's, it, no expression, but he's a you badass. You know what made me laugh about that scene, though? Up until that point, you just thought he's the receptionist? And then you realise he's a badass assassin as well? I didn't know he was an assassin. Did you guys know he was an assassin? Nope. Up until that point? Nope. It, it, I thought, basically, it turns out he's his bodyguard, isn't he, basically? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. yeah. He's his bodyguard. He won't let nothing happen to him. And that vault is hilarious. The way they have to keep coming back in. <laughs> you know, that was actually one of my favourite scenes. When they first go out and they realise that all the um, uh, the guys are suited up and they're in basically bulletproof gear. Mm. And John Wick's having to shoot them through it, like on the neck. And then he comes running back in and he's knocking on the door. He goes, Winston, Winston. And he's like, what? And he's like, I need more firepower. And then uh, Sharon comes running in at the same time. And he's just watching Sharon to see what kind of, what kind of guns he picks. And then he just completely copies him. Yeah, it's so good. It is very good. And then obviously you've got uh, Lawrence Fishburne as well, who's who um, who kind of gets a bit more of a role. I didn't think there was much of a role for him still, but dialogue was good. Yeah, his dialogue was fun, was funny, and he he tries to stand up to the adjudicator, but she's just she's just too powerful, and she uh, Iqbal in this. Yeah. We haven't even spoke about it yet. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. I thought she was great as well. I yeah. don't know. She's from Billions. She's from Billions. Very, very good in Billions as well. So if you, if you did like her in John Wick, make sure you do watch Billions as well. Very similar, very similar role, actually. So, um, yeah, check her out. She's, she's fantastic. And obviously she'll be back in part four as well, uh, for sure. So nice little learner for her in getting two, two Keanu Reeves films, (laughs) starring with him. So yeah, uh, who else was there? Obviously Winston. Just Nin, just the same. 
conniving bastard that he always was until, well, maybe the end, but we'll, we can talk about that later unless you want to cover it now. I think you got to talk about him as a whole. I think yeah. he's a man that, well, he he wasn't really conniving. I mean, he got screwed over, but, but the adjudicator, let's just talk about the adjudicator. She's been brought in to settle up the high tables affairs, right? Yeah. So if you actually watch this film, she's actually the true baddie in this film. Because, yeah. you know, Zero isn't the bad guy. If you actually watch the film, the guy that he kills in the end isn't the bad guy. And we'll actually have to speak about Zero because I love that scene at the end when he, when he sat up and he goes, great fight her and he just looks at him like why aren't you dead and then of course he does die but you know i thought the the conversation between zero and john wick were brilliant but the adjudicator is a true bad guy here so she comes in to settle up all the affairs and her her issue is the fact that winston didn't kill him on the premises after he killed santino and then if he didn't kill him he should have excommunicadoed him straight away rather than giving him an hour to run away so basically by helping John Wick, he kind of put himself in hot bother because she's saying we're going to replace you now. And the Continental is something that he's managed for over 40 years, I believe he said in the mm. film. Yeah. Right? So, um, and then it's basically us against them, that kind of issue, you know, like, and, you know, uh, I, I don't think he's conniving. He's doing everything to save his business. I mean, we well, might as well talk about it. If yeah, you talk well, about the at the end of the day, part, though, if you think about it, if he's... He is climbing because he was willing for John Wick to get killed. But if he if he was going to do what they did at the end anyway, they could have just done it there and then. They could have done it as soon as that person died. I think it was planned. I went to first time I watched it. I was like oh, the deception. But then they kept saying things like consequences, John. Consequences. And I'm thinking to myself, did they have a conversation when they were alone? Because when he, when the adjudicator goes, he's not there. He seemed a little too calm. For John no, 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 you, to mi- be missing. You, you've missed, you've missed my point. My point is, at this, when he kills the person last film, and he's made him excommunicado, yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna end up coming to this point anyway, where you're, you're, you two against the world, or you three against the world in that hotel, then why don't you just do it there and then? If you weren't gonna let him die, at that, it, it, it but you know what I mean? Like the, there was something dodgy with, with the character of Ian, Ian McShane Winston. There was always something that it was very selfish. Because then it comes to a point where it's against John Wick and he's like, all right, then, you know what, I'll back you now. And uh, we're, we're <laughs> yeah. So there definitely is something dodgy about him. It's just when his life's at stake that he was like, gone. then I'll take your side now and help you. I thought, though, maybe he meant to let him off the hook. He thought he would survive that. Mm-hmm. That's initially That was initially yeah. my thought when he Mine shot Mine as well. Because I thought, you know what, it's... Um, Ah, uh, Winston's just let him off the hook. He knows he's going to survive that drop. That's why I shot him. Oh, at the, the end. I'm sorry. I haven't even got there yet. I was talking about the other I bit. Know. I was talking well, about I the last film. Yeah, the, the, way up, the, the way up, right? Because he could have just shot him there. He could have just shot him in the Continental like he did with that was it first in John Wick 1. Yeah. The, where he kills that the ending, if we're moving to the ending, it's definitely, it's definitely um, um, a cover-up between the two of them because... He shot him on his suit only. Didn't shoot him in the face. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, he shot him on the suit, and the, everybody knows the suit's bulletproof. So yeah. he was shooting him on the suit, and that will tell John Wick himself. He knows my suit's bulletproof, you know. So he's shooting me there on purpose and then pushed me off the edge. Mm. So, and there was obviously a couple of couple of things that he dropped on first before he hits the floor. So, again, yeah. Ian McShane would know that, wouldn't he? That next, what's on this hotel? So very clever, yeah. very clever. And Sharon saying, "Well played, sir." Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So yeah, the ending. Uh, there was no doubt 
that they're on the same side by then. You it's know, you know, when, you there. know when he said he let him go and stuff. I personally believe that he did not think the adjudicator or the high table would come after him for giving him an hour to run away. I think he just thought, I give him an hour, he disappears. The, the spotlight isn't even on me. They're on John Wick because he killed somebody on the high table. That's what I thought. I never once thought it was a conniving move. No, I think I think Winston's all right. I think he just did what he had to do. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, at the end, it's interesting though, isn't it? How we have very different things. Because I went to watch this film with Kia, and she seems to. I, I don't like ruining things for her. She she wants things to be spoiled for her. I just made it out that this is a trilogy, and she watched it. And she's like, oh, Winston, I can't believe you did the dirty on him. Like it didn't even register to her that he might be in on it. So I'm just letting her go with it. It's funny yeah. how you can take away different things. Yeah. I think the way he shot him was was obvious in the end because even John Wick's face was like, okay, you're shooting me in my chest when you, or, or on the side of my chest where my suit is, you know, I'm fine, I'm going to be fine. <laughs> so, yeah. And obviously she wouldn't know that, would she? The adjudicator, she wouldn't know that at all. So it was, um, I, it was very well done, very well done, but he's battered and bruised. And again, like we talk about comic books, he's the, the guy might as well be Captain America. He just survives falls from everywhere, like like uh, Captain America did in a, in Endgame. He was falling off fucking buildings. You could do this all day, guys. <laughs> yeah, he could do, could do all it all day. day. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've talked about all the all the main characters. So this film was pretty intense. Like I, uh, I think even in part two there were a few drop offs. Uh, but the third, this third film. I don't think there was a drop. And when it did come, like, even just for the dialogues, like you said, Icky, before about, um, you know, with Halle Berry and stuff, you were actually welcome to it. And it was very entertaining as well. So I mean, there was, it wasn't like a drop off. It was quite intense in terms of, well, her dogs are going to kick the shit out of him or, you know, eat him or whatever. You were actually on edge the whole way. But this, the pacing of this was, this movie is unreal from start and the build of the minutes, uh, you know, that hour to him mm. getting done. It's just, it's fantastic, actually. It's really well done. Yeah. I think the, the the way to make a great action film is that you need excellent fight scenes, which it has. But one thing that people forget is if you, if you have action all the way through, it gets quite boring, believe it or not. So the idea is to have room to breathe. And I've mentioned this before. It had, I think, eight or nine fight scenes in this, believe it or not, just eight or nine fight scenes. And... Think about a two. It was two hours ten minutes, like mm. over over two hours. They were just so, very long, weren't they? That's it was very long, but I, I loved it. Like, yeah. and they even stopped to show him loading the guns as well. He did a lot of that, and so did Halle Berry. Yeah, like, a lot of loading of the guns, yeah. which you appreciate. Yeah, I think they did that in the first one as well, though. They yeah, and the second. No, 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 they've always done that. They've always done and, that. Yeah. But the thing is, that's why that that's what makes this film of John Wick so unique because they actually show that. And it's the length of the time it takes for him to kill the people is what makes it so good and so funny because they don't actually show it. But moving on to the to the actual gaps in the action, I think that's what actually helps the build up of the actual fight scenes. Um, there wasn't much time in between fight scene one and two, and you thought, "Gosh, is it going to be this pace all the way through?" Because from the time where he's in the library to the knife scene. You thought to yourself, bloody hell, this is going to be action all the way through. I don't know if I can deal with this for two hours. Um, but no, I, I thought it was great. I thought the pacing was amazing. 
The direction was great. The cinematography, excellent. The colour grading, it's just typical John Wick. The colours all the way through, a lot of blues, a lot of reds, a lot of, a lot of dark colours. They, they, they definitely brought the mid-tones down just to give it that look again. You know, so I kind of, I loved it. I thought it was great. So you had nobody was complaining of not seeing anything in this film, at least uh, like Game of Thrones. But um, yeah, <laughs> Nain, what about you? What did you think? What actually? You, know, you tell me what stood out. Which fight scene stood out for you? Okay, what? I pretty much agree with everything what Iqbal said. Um, I thought I love the fact that it was a direct follow-on from exactly what happened from the second film. So he literally has five minutes, and it's a race against time, and you felt the suspense. So from the beginning, you were on the edge of your seats. It's one of those films that. Like we said in Avengers Endgame, Gag, if you want to use the bathroom, use it before because you do not go during this film. And I felt the same with this John Wick film. You know, I said to Kia, if you want to use the bathroom, go and use it now because you will not get a chance when this film is on. The pacing was great. For me, there were so many iconic scenes, but um, I know a lot of the, the dog scene with all the fight scenes were amazing. But for me, the ones that really stood out were I loved the book scene. Um, I thought that was a great fight scene. It was like, what the fuck? He's just used the book. But for me, I thought the knife, the second fight scene, the knife scene, when they're just throwing knives at each other in the antique weapon store, I think in Chinatown, I absolutely loved that scene. I think it is probably massively underrated in terms of like where it will rate in, in terms of where all these fight scenes are. I absolutely love that fight scene. And for me, another fight scene that I absolutely loved was... um the one with the two uh, martial arts superstars because it had humour and comedy value to it. Yeah. I thought that I thought the knife scene was we we when when I watched it it was a, a full house cine world, um massive screen and the the knives scene was just so many oohs and ahs and it was that was that was the bit where everyone just went like that. it was just it was one <laughs> of the one of the movies where very rarely you hear the 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 viewer like playing along with the scene and i thought the interaction of this movie with the with the audience was magnificent loads of laughs as well in the in the in that yes. one especially with the axe at the end in yeah. the head that loads yeah. of laughs with it and i think john wick uh, the character himself, the way he kills the last person always or kind of finishes the fight scene off, it always gets a laugh out of the, the audience, which is nice. But there were, there were parts in this, in this, um, fight scene, Nikki, that mm. the audience in Wolverhampton especially was just going mm. like, what the, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Oh, ooh, oh, like it was just amazing. The reason why this was so iconic, in my opinion, is because you've never seen it before. Like you might see knives, you might see like knife fights. That's that's very common. But they actually are having, they were throwing them. Mm-hmm. They were literally throwing yeah. them for like a minute. It's like darts. Yeah, like darts, and you know, like that that thing where you go to the circus and you've got someone on the on a circle and rotating round. It's like one of them, wasn't it? They're just throwing knives yeah. at each other. And I just think it's very that act scene at the end. But yeah. I thought there were so many good fight scenes in that. That was one that stood out for me because I'd never seen it before. Um, the direction, especially, I think, one that wins the direction, um, the director's sort of, like, best scene was the motorbike one oh, um, towards the end. I thought that was probably the best directed fight scene in there. Um, but all the rest of it just requires a lot of choreograph, a lot of hard work. 
and it's the actors being extremely fit because you've got to shoot that from so many angles. Um, and the one with the glass at the end with the two guys, I mean, that must have taken a long time to reset. And they must have had to do it in one go with loads of, sh with loads of cameras because I wouldn't have liked to have cleaned that up and redone it because that would have taken a long time. Yeah, that is, that's the one thing I was watching when, when I was thinking of watching it. Bloody hell, how many times have they done this scene? How many times must they have had to clean this up and do it? Or, or maybe yeah. they had exactly the same kind of set made next to each other just so yeah. they can do five or six shoots of this without the tidy up. Do you get what I mean? They must yeah, have, they must have I mean, thought about it. Hard. Like on independent films, like this is very, very difficult to do because you've got either one or two cameras. It's very difficult to, to put it in. But obviously on a big budget like this, you could have six, seven, eight, nine cameras, you know, all around, maybe do it in one shot. But all it takes is your actors to mess up one sort of time and, you know, you got to redo it. So, I mean. But that's why they train. I mean, if you watch any of the making yeah. move, the making bits, that's why every single fight scene is choreographed beforehand and, and they train to hit those bits when, when all the, when all the kind of, you know, objects are about, they've got to then just basically play the game, how they're doing, you know, how, whatever they've learned, the choreography, they've just got to play that then again. So they yeah. must be doing hours and hours well, and hours of it. I think one thing you got to do as well is you got to give a lot of credit here to, um, you know, like the fact that we picked fight scenes, but we picked a gun scene we picked a knife scene and we picked a martial arts scene you know the fact that right. it's so diverse with its action yeah but then and he but was then my favorite awesome. my favorite was the the dog one because there's animals yeah. involved that's so yeah. hard to do that's so hard <laughs> to do pretty exceptional as well sitting on people, people oh my god I, I that was really good special effects with yes, kicking, with, with the was, with, yeah. with the horse doing the bits i thought that was that was so unique so unique like i was saying to dad dad have you seen anything like that before and he goes, God, you need a kid, beautiful, right? I was like, what the fuck's going on? The horse is kicking people's faces in. Gags' dad watches John Wick and just says beautiful all the time. And I'm here for that. Because he, he just dad. loves, he just loves action. So he's just like, oh, beautiful, beautiful. So, uh, basically, um, the dogs, just some, just some bits like when, when she's leaning against the wall and she makes a sound and the dog just jumps, leaps off her back and gets the guy at the top. Just things like that. That is, there's just so much uh, you know what in, innovation in this that. film, action-wise. So you know much innovation. Loved, you know what I loved in that scene? When her dogs, when they're running back to the car, but they've gone into another car to ravage the baddies, and then they run back into their own car like good little dogs and just sit in the back. Like, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, and one went through the front uh, window, one went through the back, and just, yeah. just still got in the back. I was like, what the fuck? This is amazing. Like, those little bits, I just thought, if you want to see a film where there's a variety of action and innovation in in combat, then this is probably the one you want to watch because it literally they did not repeat the same thing. I mean, obviously John Wick's when he's combating hand to hand, it's this, it's similar, you know, but because that's him, he's going to have his own style. But and that's good because that's continue that's you know continuation continuity, uh, you know, all that's brilliant. But the the, the opponents. The, the the people all changing all the time and bringing different styles in and just I just thought when you watch it you go what what else is left how are they going to top that in the fourth because it's just it feels like they've done everything. All I'm saying is if John Wick doesn't kill someone in the fourth one with a baguette, 
This franchise has let me down. Yeah, they just choke him, <laughs> choke, choke him out with a forget. So, um, yeah, we've already talked how they pushed pretty much the boundaries. The, the knife in the eye is, is one of the biggest boundaries, I think, you're crossing. You just like. I, I didn't watch that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people turned. I was watching people in the cinema because I do that a lot. I like to see reactions, and people just like, no, can't see it. And it was just great. It's just great to see that. That's what you want. It made a squishy sound as well. Yeah, it's like um, it's like Rambo. You're the first Rambo. Anybody seen the first Rambo film? Yeah. Yeah, So you know when he's when he's when he's sewing himself together. Yeah. As a kid, I always used to look away at that one because you're just like. I can't. Oh, can't he watch did that. that in this as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did that in this. So, the first ever Rambo was kind of like the yeah. first film when the he gets stuck. You yeah. You're just like, what the fuck's he gonna do with his arm? You know, he's just doing it, and you're like, oh my god, no! And that's the first time I ever heard my dad say "beautiful." You know, like because just, just, I like your dad. He, he, oh, he loves all the he loves all the proper proper. He just he just rates anything that's out there different action wise, and that's why Rambo will always be. Um, always be up there for me just because of watching that scene and remembering what my dad was loving it, watching it, and I'm just like going, "Yeah, this is disgusting. I don't watch yeah. this." But yeah, it just it it was that was iconic, very iconic for me that scene. But yeah, Rambo Five, no one's watching that, no one's covering that. I think it's also worth noting as well with Keanu Reeves. I think the first time we saw him doing any form of martial arts was probably the first Matrix. So and. I'm guessing he took to it. He loved it. Of course, he's made like certain films as well. I know he kind of produced or directed Man of Tai Chi as well, which wasn't one of his best works. But I think he's had 20 years of admiration for the art. And I think it shows. I think he's trained. Um, Iqbal, he's trained very hard in this mm. or most of his life now, maybe half of his think, life after that. Yeah. Since The Matrix, I think I remember hearing hearing him in an interview saying that he's never trained like that in his life and he used to get into um, an ice bath after each day of training. Mm. I think, obviously, as, as time's gone on, obviously, you got the older you get, you've got to look after your body in a certain way. So he must have people around him, you know, a team around him that's that keep him in that condition because he's in bloody good condition. <laughs> he is looking really good. Uh, but, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's just great, isn't he? I think he's, um, he doesn't say much, doesn't need to say much, doesn't really need to act. He just needs to fight in this. He just needs to fight. That's all he needs to do. And it gets over. I think the one line is, uh, uh, killers, uh, my mind, the pun, the one line is just, just make it. Actually, it's, it's more the last action. Like I said, the last thing he does in a fight or in a scene, uh, before they switch is normally gets a big, big laugh or, or something or a reaction, which is, which is good. It's kind of making it. I don't know his thing when it, in these films, which is um, which is nice. So we've already talked about the twist at the end. Um, what can we expect then? And what do you think we can expect from the fourth one in this? They get killings. Um, I think you know some of the characters will probably have to come back. I'd really like to see the the two you know martial arts guys, like you said, on on John Wick's side because oh my god, how awesome would that be? I think they definitely need to come back. In terms of um, characters, you know who I think might make a comeback. Mm. You know, this in the second film, the Rush, the guy at the beginning, um, um, uh, the Russian um uh, mob guy who he declares peace with. Yeah. I thought, why have that scene? Like, there must be a reason 
as to why that guy kind of why that scene was in. So maybe that guy comes back in. Maybe the rapper. What's he? Is he called? What's he called? The rapper, the the bald guy, Iqbal. Is he called? I, come on. I don't know. Is that from the second one? Second one. He's 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 the woman that that woman's bodyguard. Remember, they have a fight in the train station. Yeah. I want him back because I thought he was a bit of a badass character. I'm trying to think of who it is. Gags, do you know? Um, I'm looking for him now. Come uh, on, come on. No. Came on. No, in part Just two. T- yeah, John Wick part oh, two. Oh, Common. Common, that's it. Is that how you say it, though? I don't know how you say it, but I thought he was a very good character. Um, you know, I'd maybe like to see him back. I think I would love to see Halle Berry back, but the fact that she's spat in his water pretty much tells me that she's that was done awful. with him. That was awful. <laughs> that was just, like everybody, done with everybody him. just went, oh, like, yeah. Jesus Christ. I think you know, I'd love to have her back. There's even people even saying that it'd be great to have like a spin-off of her, you know, like because she's got a very interesting backstory. Mm. But I would love to see her back. But given the fact that she did that was a bit like, oh, gosh. You know, in on a side note, because if you know, like Lawrence Fishbone was in Matrix, I'd love to see Carrie. Um, I'd love to see Trinity back. No. Why? She, <laughs> why? It, just because then it's too Matrixy. Okay, but the, it did take a lot of homage from Matrix. Guns, lots of guns. So, what about the the elder? He'll be back, surely. He's going to be in the fourth. The guy he who just chills in the Sahara Desert, gags. I don't think he moves uh, much. Yeah. Something's going to happen, though, because he's gone against him. Didn't kill him, did he? Got his finger chopped off and then didn't didn't listen, so something's going to kick off. Definitely he's back. Um, Yeah, so obviously the main cast will be back. Ian McShane and uh, Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Asia will be back. Kate Dillon, the adjudicator. Uh, Lance Reddick. And, uh, yeah. Oops. Jerome Flynn, Barada will be back. Because they didn't kill him off. They Mate, he, was, he was awful. His, his, I'm sorry, but his accent was oh, fucking shit. <laughs> this is fucking awful. I was watching it going, no, you, you're just doing your bit. You're just doing the, you're just doing all of your fucking got, got stuff down the drain here, mate. It, I, he was speaking English. Some words were in English, like proper clear, you know, I, north or whatever accent. It was like, oh God. But do you not think that was just because you got used to him in, in Game of Thrones? No, the accent was bad, dude. If it was good, I would have said a fair play to your son. It was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. It was. That was the only bad. I liked him in the role. He was cool. But when he opened his mouth, it was just like, shut it. Dude, shut it. And that that, that, yeah. that was the best bit when she said he shot my dog. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. I just think, um, yeah. No, but he has come far since Unchained Melody, so you got to give him that. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. Butchering a classic. Okay, how Jesus Christ. Yeah, but anyway, I don't want to see him back. To be honest, he was the he was probably the weakest weakest link. If there is one, it was him. Uh, everybody else, I thought was was great. The operator always is funny when she's on the phone. It's she's just it's just nice to see her. She'll be back, I'm sure, <laughs> unless it's all destroyed. Um, you have, I wonder what the bounty on his on him is now like when they find out he's alive it must be at least 40 million well it's all that arab money so it's going to be a lot more yeah it's true i mean if you're gonna pay what the high table is man city yeah yeah but look if 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 inter milan are gonna pay man united 50 million for lukaku then i think it's much more are they 
Apparently. No, fuck that. I didn't put well. You still would have made a loss. Anyway, it's not about United. Um, we shall ask the last question here. Is this, Iqbal, the greatest action trilogy ever? Oh, it's close. Um, wait till Raid 3 comes out, then, then I'll, uh, I'll give you that opinion. But yeah, so far, I think it's great. I think it's, I think it's. Greatest action series, then. Let's do that rather than trilogy, because there won't be some with threes. Yeah. 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 So um, which one? Which which one's the best one as in action series? The Raid. Would you would you class would you class Rocky as an action? Because I no no that's sportish not. type. Yes, yeah. yeah, sport. That goes in my sports genre. Yeah, it's like, not. It's not. Oh. It's got to be guns and martial arts and fighting and you know just pure people dying on purpose. Yeah, it can't be adventure either. It's got to be just. Mm. But it, I mean, you're you're talking about a series now, not necessarily one particular film. No, no, it can be no, no, it can be just a, a so it can be a, a two part, it can be four part, five part, if it's five. And you know what? Stop being hipster. Let's just stick it to Hollywood. Because if you try going quirky on me, then I ain't got time. Well, I think he's going to say the raid is his highest. Number. Yeah, the raid. That fight scene is insane. I watched okay. it and I was like, that "What the insane. fuck?" When it comes to um, unique. St- unique sort of breaking the mold. You've got to look at Old Boy, the original Old Boy. Yeah. Um. I mean, that for me is got the most iconic scenes that I've ever watched in him. But yeah, I, do you know what? Not to upset me, now I'm going to say yeah. Then I'm going with uh, I'm going with Meals on Wheels from Jackie Chan. I'm joking. No, <laughs> have you ever seen that? <laughs> I am going to laugh. Have you ever seen that? Um, um, uh, Icky, have you ever seen that? Yeah, it I was one I... of the, it was the series of films he did when he was younger, just before Rush Hour. I think maybe 10 years before Rush Hour when he's massive over, right. uh, over in Asia. And, um, they were all dubbed. Everything was dubbed in Britain. And it was called Meals on Wheels. Um, I need to, I need to, um, I need to just quickly Google that if I'm right. But it was, um, it was fucking hilarious. Uh, Jackie. Yeah, yeah, it is. It it about, wheels. Yeah, there is there. Nineteen eighty-four. One hour, did forty-four have, minutes. Did he have? Was it about a guy who had a burger van? Or yes, it was. It was a van. Yeah. Oh god. Guys, can I just quickly ask you how much CGI was used in this film? Because I'm dead naive to stuff like this. Um, uh, probably a lot of the a lot of the knife stuff would was, probably be. I think there were seventy-five people hired on visual effects. I think. Yes, there will be lots. Something. There would be lots. So it would have been quite a lot. Yeah. yeah, you can't stab people like that. You can't. It just, it's, it's a shame. Not, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Let's kill people for real in making a film. It's just, oh, by the way, Meals on Wheels got 72%. Sorry. So 7.2, which is not bad. It's not bad, though. Yeah. So have a, have a look if you watch it, right? It's dead funny. It's a comedy. It's not, I was not being serious. It's like comedy action. You know what Jackie Chan's like? Yeah. That he's done yeah. loads, but yeah, it's, it's a funny one. Um, yeah, it's, he fights in Barcelona on Meals and Wheels, so just, just, just check that out. <laughs> remind me, remind, reminding me of my uh, childhood now, sorry. But yeah, um, I don't remember seeing anything like John Wick, to be honest, so I don't have much to compare it against. Mm. I think it's very unique in itself as a, as a movie. Mm. What could you say that it compares to I don't, in Hollywood? I don't think there is many that have a full two hour movie just. You know what I'm blazing. loving about this? Is the fact that he did pretty much ninety percent of um, the action. Yeah. I think you got up at fifty-four years of age, and just how well he moved and how flawless he was. I have to give him a lot of respect, and not just because I adore the man. I I respect the art, and that was art for me. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it, it, it can be looked at as art, martial arts. Um, it is. It, I'm not and, being funny. I've been doing Tai Chi for a year. I tell you what, I can't even do 1% of what they did. No, you can't even do 0.01. Let's, you forget. You, 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 you struggle to stand up straight. Okay, so. <laughs> hey, I can sneak up on people. Tai Chi taught me that. All right, so don't be Arya Stark, yeah? <laughs> but I think, I think it's, I personally, I, I haven't watched anything like this. So mm. I think it's, it's unique. I think it's unique. I think it's got its own unique little, little thing going on. I don't think there's, there's loads of other action films, but there's loads of story with those story and dialogue. And then you get the odd action bits. Do you get what I mean? But this is, this is literally, you know, you break from the action for dialogue. Rather than the other way around, breaking from dialogue for action, you break from the action for some dialogue just to have a relax. But otherwise, it's just full on, just let's kick ass and shoot people or throw knives or, you know, just do some martial arts. It, it literally is the whole thing. The story's told through the, the action, which is mental, which is mental. So personally, for me, it's very, very unique. So I don't think I can give any higher praise than that, really, personally. But yeah. So yeah. I couldn't really say best action, I think, because it's got its own genre. It needs to have a few more turn up like it to then be able to compare it. But like, um, I haven't seen The Raid, either of them. So What? No, I haven't seen either God, of them. So, God, honest to God, go and watch them before, yes. before Hollywood mess it up. Oh, they reckon they'll get copied soon? I think, yeah, because Gareth Evans has mentioned that he's already had um, one or two offers and that's going to allow him to make a third. Because obviously, as a he's a, he's a Welsh guy mm. making making Asian films. So, I mean, there's not much of a, um, you know, he's, he's not getting much sort of love mm. globally for that. So, it's I mean... Niche, isn't it? It's a proper yeah. niche. Yeah. I remember him saying that when he was at university, he made Japanese films with the Japanese foreign students. So this guy obviously loves his foreign films, just like I do. So you've got to you've got to appreciate what he does. Just watch them, honestly. And the second raid is like three or four times the budget of the first one. And the first one just uses one location. Yes. That's why it's so good. Because yes. they've got so much done in that one location. And Honestly, the martial arts in there are something you've never seen before. That's why I think you should you need to watch different types. So not even not even in this. No, not even in this. So, so, um, so it's so like a you, video game. It's like a video game. So would that's... you rate rate higher then? Um, in terms of its premise, yes, because really you've got to. It's as simple as this. You could you could pitch that film in an elevator and you know, you would understand it straight away. Basically, it's a guy who has to get up to the 15th floor because that's where the, that's where the, that's where the baddie is. And yeah. It's a, basically a police raid that's gone horribly wrong, Gags. I might have seen this. I'll, I'll go and watch it again. Yeah, sounds good. Please do. And, and for everyone listening to this, you have to watch this film. Yes, you do have to watch the raid. And also, if you want a bit of fun, go and watch Meals and Beals, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh dear, but yeah, okay. Any final thoughts before we go on uh, John Wick 3? Nin? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just happy that he's finally got the trilogy that he deserves. Well, it's and not going to be a trilogy before. anymore. Obviously, they've announced it. Yeah. 
it's announced. Oh, so. But Oish, one one final thing we need to cover, like we need to mention that they are they are in production of a TV show called The Continental. Yes. No way. They no are, way. yes. So basically this is going to cover different assassins. Obviously, I don't think Keanu Reeves is in this. John Wick is not in it. He might have some sort of... Um, they might just mention him in fleeting yeah. dialogue, I reckon. But they are going to have a TV series called The Continental, which I cannot wait for. Yeah, they've not... Um, it's it's it's. They haven't done anything with it, as in nothing's announced in terms of star cast or anything. No. So it's, it's just they're going to talk about it. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I think they have to. It's become very popular, so it's going to do well, won't it? I mean, how many of us really want to stay in the Continental? I'd love to stay in the Continental. You well, know, like, it's intriguing. You'd be safe, You'd be safe wouldn't you? Like, uh, Yeah, until they de- Oh, wow, it's going to debut it. before the fourth film? Yes. It's going to be out in the next two years? Yeah, so what I think is we're going to see some characters from the TV show in the fourth film. That's what I think. Right. That is interesting. That's my thought. And Keanu Reeves is expected to appear in the TV show. Yeah, I think he's produced it. He's produced it with a... He's such a badass. I love him. Yeah. But that's interesting because if he does do that, that's going to go massive. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll be, it'd be interesting if they put that on something like Netflix or something. I wonder which will get the big, uh, the, 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 it's whoever pays, isn't it? Whoever pays. Yeah. Oh shit, it's, it's, it's stars. Stars have been given, you know the guy who do power? Yeah. They've been given, they've been given to read a script. So people are obviously going to bid for it and then they'll see where it goes. Interesting. Okay, cool. Um, Icky, that was, that was your last point. Um, that and I'm looking forward to the fourth one. I can't, I've not really two watched Two years that. away. Yeah. Well, we had to wait two years for Game of Thrones. Hopefully it's not that bad. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. Good, good. And I, I enjoyed it too. I thought it was a fantastic movie. It deserves uh, all the, all the success it's getting. And if you haven't seen it and you've just been listening because you want to know kind of, you know, what goes on or how good it was, definitely go out and watch it because, um, you know, you'll, you'll love it. You'll love it. If you're, a, if you're a fan of the action genre, martial arts as well, and you, you're okay with, you know, disbelief, you know, kind of like not expecting it to be real. It's a dystopian world, remember? Then you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it because it's just, it pretty much is like Marvel films, but you know, hand to hand combat instead. <laughs> They're just, you know, kicking the, kicking each other's ass, but real, real, Real violence, proper, proper blood and guts. So yeah, if you love that type of stuff, go and, uh, go and check it out. And the next show we'll do will be the three of us again. I think joined by Jessel as well for Cobra Kai, but we'll do that in a couple of weeks time. Are you two up for that? Yeah. 100%. Nin? No mercy. No mercy. <laughs> Lots to talk about with that show as well. Uh, so yeah, watch out for the next buzz in a couple of weeks' time. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you very much to Nina. Thank you very much to Iqbal as well. Follow them on Twitter at Nina Kauza, at uh, Ick Filmmaker. IQ Filmmaker. IQ yeah. Filmmaker. I'm at Gag Standard, but make sure you follow the podcast as well at Buzz underscore Podcasts. We'll be back very, very soon. Goodbye.
Podcast Network.